So what's the difference between the perception of Jesus in the new age and Christianity? No, Jesus actually came to you. You know, you don't have to do these things to get to him. You want to get curious around who is the Jesus that they are following and that they're loving. I think that we can get so used as Christians that, you know, Jesus is the son of God, the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. I didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. Talking to people about Jesus can feel weird, but what if you're overthinking it? You're listening to the Life on Mission podcast, where we explore what it means to share your faith and how to build your confidence talking to people about Jesus. Guys, here we are. We are in the bonus episode. We have traveled through space and time. In the same outfits. In the same outfits. And we are now, a few days later, (laughs) (laughs) we are here talking to Molly Cole. And we have, this is the second part of a two-part episode. uh, where We knew this would happen. We knew this would happen because we've been talking to Molly about uh, her experiences in the new age. And um, because it was such a cool story, we we thought we'd just go on to a bonus episode where we would actually just get really practical. So if you haven't heard the last episode, I'd hit pause right now and go back and because uh, Molly shared uh, a lot of her story and experiences in the new age and it was super cool. Did you enjoy that, Molly? I did. It was, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And so, uh, but we had a lot of questions come through on our social media because each week we have a poll and um, just like a little question bubble to get questions from our community and so we just wanted to go through those because man there's some some great questions i reckon we just what do you reckon mark do we just jump i would love to start with the first question which we kind of answered but it's a great question and an even better answer yeah from guess who yeah, we we have Cooper J Dog back in the in Cooper the DMs. J Dog. Do you know what I reckon? Right, I've got a theory. I'm a bit of a conspiracist. Oh, I no. think Jesse is Cooper J Dog. Oh. I think it's I think it's an alias. Right, wow. Jesse, our cameraman. Jesse's the guy behind the camera. And yeah. today we also have Caleb. Come on, on Caleb. On camera oh. too. Or is that is that Cooper J Dog? I don't know. Oh, yeah, oh, plot be. twist. You a Cooper J Dog. Oh. Can you imagine? Neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) So the question we put out on the socials was, what are your questions? It was like questionception. (laughs) We asked a question to get your questions. To kind of create like a black hole in time and space, some negative space in the space-time continuum. And that's sentence. I was a pretty new age thing to say there, Tim. Yeah. All right. How do I rephrase that? We uh, put out on social media for your questions on how to share Jesus with a new ager. And Cooper J. Dog, as we were just saying, jumps in with... Uh, bro, a new ager question mark sounds like a Star Wars gang. <laughs> <laughs> On point. Thank you, Cooper. Uh, yeah, dog. That <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I guess, and we we kind of touched on that question, like, what is a new ager? Yeah. Um, in in the last episode, but the the sort of follow up question from you is bar vinyl. I don't know if that's her name, but it's a great handle. She asked, how do you know if someone practices new age religions if they don't tell you? So I guess yeah. that next step of just like, okay, well, obviously a new ager is someone who sort of follows new age practices, but how do we know if we have friends who maybe are dabbling in it or maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great question. Actually, I, w- I do want to preface something as 
a little bit interesting and is a little bit of a plot twist. But most people in the New Age actually wouldn't identify themselves as a New Ager. A lot of people in the New Age actually make fun and rebuke the New Age, you know. But they're still in the New Age because if you're not following a specific religion and you're not atheist, then you're in the New Age. If you're picking and choosing things from different religions Mm. and you're making it your own truth Mm. that is you're in the new age the new age is basically where it's kind of like the new world order (laughs) you know where it's all different religions point to heaven yeah this is the the push where all religions point to the same place but it's it's not actually what the the gospel says you know right so So, like the classic uh, like i'm not religious but i'm spiritual yeah exactly if you're spiritual but you're not you know studying a specific religion but you're picking and choosing certain things then you're likely in the new age right right? yeah it kind of makes sense because like before the old age well there's more definitions around religion and things like that but now there's more freedom it's that spiritual buffet that we're relativism basically right yeah yeah Yeah. but i guess what in terms of we are trying to talk here about like how do we engage people who do follow new age worldview in conversations about jesus yeah and so we did have a, a bunch of further conversations you want to jump in there mark and yeah this is so this is talking about um Jesus being the way truth and life which yeah. you can't say nowadays it's no, an absolute statement it's it. offensive how dare you say my <laughs> truth isn't truth that whole thing yeah um bagels and toppings said um what do we do <laughs> it is a funny name it's a great name yeah, bagels yeah. and toppings and now i'm hungry <laughs> me too um what do we do when they think that Jesus is just one of the ways to God? So what's the difference between the perception of Jesus in the new age and Christianity? Because, yeah. Um, yeah, again, new age people I've talked to, ah, I love that you're Christian. Yeah. You know, great. That's been a big revelation for me is that people who have a new age worldview are like, cool, for Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, how like how how would you recommend yeah. Well, first of all, I think it is important to get curious because they obviously you want to get curious around who is the Jesus that they are following and that they're loving. What does he right. say? So just get to know like what he says. And then once you have that understanding, then we're be okay. No. <laughs> yeah. That's great. No, but like <laughs> Then if you know scripture and what Jesus says, it likely contradicts a lot of that. Like, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the only way. Like, the path is narrow. All of those things. I am, you know, like like saying, quoting scripture. And then it's actually, I think, really important to showcase the proof of the Bible and how it is literal literal documentation, multiple accounts of documentation of what Jesus said when he came and all the accounts 
line up. So there's actually a there's more proof of the Bible than a lot of other famous, you know, character historical characters that we follow. You know, right. um, like people like Captain Cook or something like that. There's actually more proof in what Jesus in Jesus and what he said. So. Just basically sharing like, hey, like there's literal, this isn't just an airy fairy Bible. This is historical documents of what Jesus said. So like first, like getting to know this, like this Jesus and then be like, actually, you know, he actually says this. And then if they're like, oh, I don't believe that. Be like, well, like there is proof that he said this. But what about if they're like... Oh, yeah, I believe he walked the earth and he was a great moral teacher. Like, I do believe that the Bible is um, this, the, 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 the accounts of Jesus are true. Like, you mm. know, Caesar and Captain Cook and all that kind of stuff. There's less, less evidence for them and more for Jesus. What about if they're like, yeah, he was great? Like, what, what, because it's almost like you are, I'm blindsided, blindsided often by you know, you can have, which is basically an apologetics conversation, right? Um, and they're like, yeah, like, I, I agree with you. Like, I, I love yeah. that part of your truth. But he's also just part of that buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that it is important to explain. I didn't actually know this concept. This was totally new for me, that Jesus was the son of God. Well, I think that we can get so used to, as Christians that you know, Jesus is the son of God, the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. I didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. And I was super spiritual, but I had I had no idea what the Holy Spirit was. So I think it's actually, yeah, getting to know why they think he's great. Like, what do they mean by that? And then kind of explaining, well, you know that he's different, right? You right. know, and he's different because he's the son of God, you know, and one other thing that really helps has helped me is explain the difference between works and faith, because the new age yeah. is actually really based on works. It's very similar to Catholicism, where it's all about you have to do all these steps to get to heaven. And it's wow. the same with the new age where you have to do all these steps in order to ascend. Right. And that's the Jesus that they believe that you can do all these steps and you can be just like Jesus and ascendant to heaven. When really it's like, no, Jesus actually came to you. You know, you don't have to do these things to get to him, to get to God. Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, Like he came to you. He doesn't care about those things. Like, you know, like he knows that you're broken and he loves you. And like he died for you, Mm. you know, because of that. I think it's that the claims are outrageous. Like Timothy Keller said to write off Jesus as a um, great moral teacher is intellectually lazy. If you've actually read the accounts and what he claimed, that's why I'm kind of scrolling on my phone at the moment. Um, The book of John talks about the fact that the Pharisees were furious with him. And the reason they wanted him dead is because he was saying things like, I do as the father does, him and I are one. Yeah. Because all of a sudden he's saying, I'm not a great moral teacher, pals, because there were loads of them yeah. in scripture. He's like, I'm God. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And what C.S. Yeah. Lewis, the... the Lord Liar Lunatic. Yeah. Right. Like he was e- bad, mad or good, What you know, yeah. Lord Liar Lunatic. He was either completely insane because we see it nowadays there's a youtube video i saw yesterday of this nutter in brazil who dresses like we 
imagine Jesus in cartoons and claims to be God. Yeah. And of course, we're like, yeah. he's obviously not well, yeah. right? Probably the same, uh, you know, as what people thought. Mm. In, and that's why Christians were um, not just ostracized, but killed because these guys, how dare you say that that's that man claim. is God? Yeah. How dare you? So it's not, you cannot say, he was a great moral teacher, that we don't have that option. Mm. It's it's lazy intellectually. Mm. Well, the Lord Lie Lunatic is just a great, great yeah. framework for that. Just unpack it quickly. So um, Jesus claimed that he was God. So if he claimed he was God and he wasn't, but he thought he was, that means he's a lunatic. Yeah. Like he's, it's, it's something's going wrong yeah. up here. Um, the second one is he claims he's God and he knows he's not God. So he's a liar. So he's either a lunatic because he thinks he is God, but he's not. Yeah. He's a liar because he says he's God and he knows he isn't. Um, or he says he's God and he knows he's God because he is God. And that means he's Lord. And yeah. it's like there's, 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 there, those are the options, logically speaking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really interesting that, um, yeah, I love what you said about just looking, okay, who do you think Jesus is? If you think Jesus is cool, great. Who is that Jesus? Yeah. Let's line that up with what the Bible says because it's reliable. Yeah. Um, and then if you still agree with that, but just think he's part of the buffet, well, Jesus actually, one of those things that he said is I am the only way. And so then, then it falls to that. Well, is he crazy? <laughs> is he untrustworthy? <laughs> yeah. Or did he actually um, say what he said because that's who he was? That's great. I do really like a lot of the Yes, He Is content has really helped me with all of this because just to give Yes, He Is a plug, <laughs> but asking questions. So often we just want to talk and talk and talk and share our opinion, but yeah. we need to learn how to listen and great. fully, un- yeah fully understand who is this Jesus, then we can actually feel more equipped to share who Jesus really is, Mm. you know, and share some of the holes in their philosophy. Because I never, I used to hate on the Bible publicly. I used to share how the Bible was old school, how it was disempowering to women. I rebuked it, but I had never read it at all. Mm. I never opened it, you know? How was I how was I so passionately rebuking something that I hadn't read, mm. you know? Yeah. So I think that's also something is that they they haven't even taken all they do all all that can happen is that, you know, we can listen to people's negative experiences and kind of use that to shape our own perception of something that we don't even know what it is, you know? So yeah. yeah. I'm reminded of um like I'm the worst at getting lost and I like have a terrible sense of direction geographically, like terrible, <laughs> not, not good. Um, Which is why I sent you about three Google pins to help you with parking. It's, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's embarrassing, yeah. you know. Um, Where's the bathroom? It's <laughs> <laughs> right there. Uh, uh, um, but I, when, when, you know, when you take a wrong turning and 
all you need to do is just continue on and then get on the on-ramp and then get back on the highway. But of, often you can take a wrong turning and then just think, oh, well, I know which direction home is. Yeah. So I'll just go in that direction. But then roads bend without you even realizing yeah. it. You think you're turning, you should turn right, but actually you should have turned left because that takes you around to the road you need to be on. Mm. And you can end up being f genuinely fully convinced that you are right about something like scripture. Yeah. Mm. Um, and you know, cause I was the same, you know, I was surrounded by like the British culture can, if you're not careful, be quite fatalistic, you know, Darwinian deterministic, like you can make dry jokes about, well, this, that's just the way it is. You know, it's because it's you guys never see the sun. It's cause we never <laughs> see the sun. Yeah. Um, but you can be, you know, what, again, scripture says, don't conform the patterns of the world of the culture, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, which is obviously what happened to you. You were fully transformed by your mind's renewal yeah. and realizing that, oh my gosh, scripture's true yeah. and it's living and active and is, yeah. you know, changing everything. Yeah. Um, ah, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're getting so passionate. You're just I'm hitting so the desk. Yeah. yeah. I love what you say though, because I think as we engage, <laughs> I think as we engage in these conversations, it's so important to honor people for their decisions. Yeah. Because even though your decisions um, took you to an ayahuasca ceremony in South America, you were um, logically and with all due diligence trying to work out some health problems mm -hmm. that you had. Yeah. And so we can criticize a worldview, but if, if you take it to that next level, it's not just this disembodied worldview. Someone has landed there because of logical or intentional thought um, based on where they are. And it, and it might be sort of a bit of a rabbit warren of just gradually getting off course, but, you know, fundamentally we're all just humans trying to do the best oh, with what we've got. And yeah, it's important yeah. to honor people and just not go, hey, your worldview is is irrelevant. You're and just an airy fairy. And you're airy fairy, whatever. Yeah. But it's to go, hey, like, how did you get there? Like, why do you yeah. think Jesus is that person? Why do you, are you you know what do you what do you get out of this spiritual buffet because then you start to pick up threads of uh, what that what are their needs you know and how do i resonate yeah. with those because yeah i feel lonely too um or what whatever it is and so i i just think that the empathetic approach needs to start with understanding so having said that the honeycomb 1998 says how do you convince them that love peace and freedom aren't the things they think they are. Oh, that's this such is a good question. Great question. Okay, well, how would you guys answer that? Don't you dare tell us about us. Well, it is to me that oh, that's a, <laughs> how yeah. dare you do a Jesus on me <laughs> yeah. answering a question with a question. It's a groove move. It's a, it's a guru it's a power move. It's yeah. like, oh, well, I would have to answer yeah. your question. Well, what do you think? With another question. Right, I've forgotten the question. Wow. How, how do you convince them that love, peace, and freedom aren't what they think they are, Tim? <laughs> I don't know. Is it that love, peace, and freedom are... I don't know because they are what they are. Like if you're, I don't know. Okay, you said that when you started to uh, delve into new age practices, you were experiencing positive things, whether they were those exact things or not. But like it was valuable to you. But hearing deeper into that story, the deeper you got, you realized that you know, the angel of light was the angel of darkness. Yeah. Like there was this smoke and mirrors about those things. Yeah. 
my question is like how can you experience those things and feel that they're positive but then have a dark force behind them mm. because i guess from my I've grown up in the church and sort of in inverted commas have always known Jesus. I've taken yeah. twists and turns, but I'm like, no, love is love. Truth is truth. Freedom is freedom. And those things inherently are found in Jesus. So I don't really understand the facade, how those things can be a facade and then flip. Yeah. Well, so should I chime in now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just would love to know. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing actually Zach uh, helped me with this is that. Zach, your husband. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so in the world, freedom is do whatever you want, be whoever you want to be, you know, like freedom should be able to like, eat what I want, like I can smoke what I want, I can sleep with who I want, like having that freedom is a very positive thing. But in the kingdom of heaven, it's like you're following a very narrow path. You don't have those the freedoms of this world, but you have eternal freedom in heaven is the gifts and promises that he gives us that is beyond this world and that is so much more that hope in that is so much more than we can even fathom as a human and it's only a fraction you know that we can fathom right and like it's understanding the eternal versus the freedom of this world you know and the freedom of this world uh, can lead us into sin which can open up those demonic pathways uh, versus following his way, which can give us like peace and truth. And the truth is narrow and it can offer us that eternal promise, which I think is the difference because I think the issue is everybody feels that they're going to go to heaven unless they murdered someone yeah. or they did something really bad. But Jesus doesn't say that, you know, Jesus says, like, the kingdom of heaven is through me, you know? And I don't think people realize that their eternity is at stake, you know? Yeah. It's, the, it's the freedom that I was listening. I'm listening to a book, um, like, on Audible at the moment, and I was listening to it on the way here using maps, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and he was talking about, um, f you know, there's free – I have kids – and they have complete freedom to play in our street. We live in a <laughs> cul-de-sac. Um, they don't have freedom to go anywhere they want. And the reason they don't have it is because they're going to get hit by a car on a really busy road. They might get kidnapped or whatever it is, bitten by a snake. We live in Queensland, you know. Um, but I'm like, <laughs> here is your boundary. Do whatever you want. And they have yeah. the best time playing yeah. in our street, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, again, I suppose on the same vein, having a con conversation with someone on a train. I was on a train journey with a good friend, not saved. Um, and this friend was talking about the fact that he just thinks it's so restrictive to be a Christian. Um, and for him, he was completely free to do whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. However, every time the train stopped for even 30 seconds, he had to go outside and light a cigarette up and, you know, right. and, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh mate, your freedom He's means changed. that you are a slave to your every impulse. Mm. Like, to, do you know what I mean? Ooh, like yeah. <laughs> you, you tell me that you're free but you feel terrible about yourself if you haven't slept with someone for a few weeks, yeah. a beautiful woman. You you have to, you can't even sit in a train without your body yeah. saying nicotine, 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 you know. Mm. Um, and and of course, I didn't want to judge him at all. Mm. Um, but I, I was saying, mate, if I 
was completely free, I'd be obese because I'd eat anything I want. I would be in a lot of debt because I'd buy anything I want. I can get a credit card. Mm. I'd, I wouldn't be married anymore. Um, my kids would probably hate me. Um, mm. and, he, he saw, and all of a sudden he started seeing what he thought was um, restriction as protection because mm. that's what it is, right? Mm. You read throughout the Torah, the the Old Testament, the Testament is God is say, saying, here is your restriction because I love you so much yeah. because I don't, I yeah. don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It's so, a great way of putting so, it, <laughs> So in terms of how to convince them that love, peace, freedom aren't what they think they are, do you think logically sort of unpacking some of these things like we've just been doing? Is, is would be a helpful approach. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. again, asking those questions and everything is like, interesting. What do you think it is? Pardon it? Like, what do you think freedom is? What yeah. do you think love is? Because it's interesting because when we think about love from a worldly standpoint, it's like love everyone for who they are. But I think from the gospel standpoint, it's that, but it's also and share with them the truth. If you hold back the truth because you think it would offend them, then that's not actually really loving them. You know, because it's not giving them if that if you holding back the truth because you're afraid of offending them uh, doesn't allow them the opportunity to see the truth, which is the gospel, mm. then are we really loving them, you know, yeah. or are we actually harming them? Because then yeah. they're just going to keep going and sin. Maybe they might get offended or they might, you know, get angry for a second. But what if that plants a seed in them, you know, yeah. Yeah. and love from Jesus standpoint is he died on the cross right like that was love it was a violent act almost yeah for yeah. us we're like let's hug <laughs> yeah. you know and like he died for us true love is dying like was it dying for your friends or something yeah love. love has no man in yeah. this than giving up your life for a friend giving up our friends. life laying down yeah. our life the way that we approach love is self-love you know these days where we love ourselves and we set up boundaries versus dying to ourselves you know there are things that i do now as a christian that i would have set up boundaries around before mm. you know what i mean yeah like for example if somebody's like sharing negative comments to me on instagram or something because i'm sharing jesus before i would just be like block like whatever and i think there are <laughs> yeah. some instances where blocking is appropriate but like now i, I just ask some questions Right. And I'm like, tell me more about that. Like, okay, like you think Christians are racist or something? Like, tell me more about that. I want to hear from you because you probably haven't been heard before, hmm. you know? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. But like John 3.16, like God so loved the world, paraphrase, that he yeah. literally sent his own son to his death. Is not a, that's, that doesn't sound like a statement of love, yeah. but it so is. Yeah. The greatest act of love, right? I didn't understand that until my heart was changed, until I had that moment where Jesus came to me. All of that seemed insane to me. I was like, I don't get it. It seems dark and weird and like yeah. kind of creepy. And yeah. <laughs> I actually was like, I don't get it. I thought I'm supposed to love myself. And now it's saying I have to die to myself. And mm. like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand. And then when my heart was changed, I really feel like it is a Holy Spirit thing. You know, mm. when your heart gets change from stone into flesh i feel yeah. like you get it you yeah. just get it it just clicks hmm. and ghastly seed again great instagram handle on this topic asked how can we get to talk to them saying what's true but talking with love too mm. and i hear what you're 
saying in, in part is that sometimes speaking the truth can be hard and can maybe feel divisive, but I wonder if the love in it is just remaining consistent. So even if you have a disagreement, come back to it, but then ask their perspective. And so even that reliability, I don't know, I can imagine in your journey with Zach, and I know he was pretty direct with you, there would have been conflict, but the fact that he remained consistent in your life and showed love in other ways outside of this topic almost becomes this steadfast reliability yeah and and a safety even though it's a dangerous topic sometimes um so disagreeing and that being fine and the conversation doesn't always end on an agreement you just pick yeah. it up where you and left the relationship the doesn't end on yeah. a disagreement yeah that's a good yeah. point like having that patience and perseverance with the relationships and yeah. being willing to show up even if you don't hold the same values because yeah. that's something i've really thought about is when i see somebody who's a friend of a friend or something and i'm like I can tell they don't hold the same values as me. I'll make an effort to like talk to them, you know, or get to know them or just have a chat and just continue to build that relationship. Whereas before I could, if I saw somebody that I could tell didn't hold the same values, I might not have put as much effort into it. I might've been like, Oh, whatever. Like I just want to hang out with people that I like, Yeah, you know, versus making that consistent effort to hang out with people that have different perspectives and everything, you know? But the reason I feel like we're in a bonus episode is because the last episode you told your story what you quoted revelation last episode saying the basically the enemies defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and i feel like there's no story as powerful as your own in terms of when you're sharing your faith and for you you could again we've talked about you could share the gospel with someone or you could share your story with someone and then share the gospel with them because it's almost like your story is gripping and it grabs their attention and it's not like you are some um vacuous um person that's just not really thought about anything else brought up in a christian home or whatever it's like oh no 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 she tried it all yeah stories that you can't even imagine stories we can't even go into on this podcast yeah but (laughs) met jesus and he changed your heart yeah and also that the gospel is not some idea that's disconnected from humanity yeah that story, if if you tell it, you can't disconnect it from humanity. But the big story is that there was a God who loved humanity so much that he sent his only son so that he could save them. That story in your skin is that God loved you so much that he chased you <laughs> yeah, through, he did. through yoga and ayahuasca ceremonies yeah. in South America until, you know, the gospel came out of the mouth of a guy called Zach. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit touched your heart and then Jesus spoke to you in a moment of desperation. And that's the same story, just told in different ways. Perfect. Yeah. What about things that you thought that were bad about Jesus or maybe just something like, you know, when you're getting to know someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that about you. Mm. You know, like Tim Tim and I get annoyed getting to know each other and you're like this one wheel fanatic. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that about you. And you'd get concussion. You love it so much, you know, like <laughs> so good. we should pause that video, you know, the, the video of you getting well, concussion. Yeah. 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 Oh no. Um, I just get con- concussion. I make sure I'm like documenting it in video. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, was, yeah. But like, G, you know, Jesus, you find, you read in scripture, someone tells you, you hear in a, a sermon at church, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that about Jesus. That's so beautiful. Yeah. 
Well, there's a few things. I guess the first thing that's coming to my mind is that Jesus redeemed humanity from sin. I didn't know that, you know, I thought that he just like conquered like death. You know what I mean? And was wow. able to resurrect. Just but, within himself. But yeah. That that wasn't actually a gift. Yeah, that yeah. that was like what he did for us. That was newer. Uh, I was really surprised by that. Mm -hmm. and was like, wow, like he, that was to redeem us of our sins because I didn't realize we were sinful. You know, that part was confusing to me that we mm -hmm. were actually in a fallen world. I thought that we could elevate our consciousness and create a more perfect world or that the golden age was coming or something, mm. you know, but actually like it, the world has fallen and Jesus came to redeem us mm. and that we we're all going to hell. Right. Um, but he redeemed us. It wasn't if you were just a good person. Mm. I think that was, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. But there are other things. What was the? Can you repeat the question? Just a, just surprising things that were surprising great about things, Jesus. beautiful things about, oh, about Jesus, Jesus that you yeah. didn't know. Well, yeah, I mean, one thing just about the Bible, I guess, and about Jesus was because uh, I was really against no sex before marriage, and I was in a lot of female empowerment circles. I was like, yeah, like women should be able to just do whatever they want. Like women should not be oppressed in this way. But actually, learning about like why. God put that as like, like not to have sex before marriage. And then Zach and I going celibate, that was huge for us. And I was totally transformed to how women just give away their sexuality and how I did that and how that was just cheapening it, you know, and why he created those like guidelines or rules, you know what I mean? And how beautiful that really is. And I couldn't believe how disempowered I actually was. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty heartbreaking, actually. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Wow. Like Isn't was, that amazing? Yeah. The fact that you were you were so convinced by a lie. Yeah. It just it reeks of the enemy. Like, mm. you know, you, to be empowered, you need to do this, this, yeah. this, this, and this. And then Holy Spirit saves you. And your heart breaks. Yeah. Because like I was lied to and <laughs> yeah. I thought I was free. Yeah. Wow. There's so many things I feel like I was lied to and it, it's hard. It's like one of those hard pills to swallow, you know, and you're like, oh, like, no. Yeah. But like now you're excited because you know, but you're like, why did I do all of those things when I could have just done this one thing? And sometimes I would look at some of my friends that have been Christian their whole lives and I'm like, you knew, you still know, like. And you didn't tell me. <laughs> or no, like they, they. Like, they didn't have to go and explore and try all those things, you know? Like, they just had him. They had the truth. And it's just so beautiful to witness, you know? Wow. Like, wow. Like, wow. like you really kept his commands, you know? And that's just really cool. Not that I knew his commands before, but it's just... Do you there's, think there's yeah. an element where we take it for granted? Like, if you've been a Christian your whole life and, yeah. and you've encountered the Holy Spirit even as a child and just been, yeah. you know, that... You really are unaware of the the kingdom Great that you live in. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you sense that? Oh yeah, for sure. And a lot of people have come to me and they're like, "I love hanging with new Christians because your fire just sparks <laughs> this new fire in me." Yeah. And I found that interesting because multiple people said that to me, and I was like, "Oh, do you just kind of like forget?" And I'm like, "I could never forget." <laughs> yeah. so I'm like so fresh out of it. Yeah. And I'm like. You know, I have to give those people grace, too, because I'm sure it is easy to forget. But I think that's why it's so important 
you know, the yesiest message is to burst your Christian bubble, get out there and be around other people. Because I think that if you do that, you're not going to take it for granted because you you really know what you have, you know, because all these people are seeking it in drugs, sex, like the world. And you're like, I don't need to do that. But I think sometimes we can forget if we're only hanging around Christians, you know. Surely God was in this place and I didn't know it. It's that, isn't it? Like I remember, oh, right. I remember our, we had someone over, a little girl who just, who has never met her dad and lives um, with her mum and that's it. And home life isn't great. And my, and remember having to go to the other room because I was just going to weep because I kissed my daughter goodbye and just heard her go in and this other girl say, you're so lucky. And, my, and, my, and do you know what I mean? And my, my heart, I was like, oh my gosh. And, but the fact is, Sila didn't know she was lucky. Sila, Sila's my daughter. She, she didn't, uh, yeah, that's my normal. Mummy and daddy love each other and they kiss me goodnight every night and do, you know, do Mm. all this stuff. Mm. She has no idea how Mm. many people, how many eight year old girls would kill for that to be their reality. And it's just not, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's the fact that we were wandering around as, you know, before I was saved I was wandering around as an orphan yeah and I constantly have to remind myself I've been adopted yeah and I have and not just adopted into a family I now that's my inheritance the glorious inheritance of the saints that scripture talks about and I constantly have to I have to because like you said we all fail and fall short of the glory of God we do Mm. we don't read our bibles enough we don't pray enough we don't even if we even knew even the most enlightened Christian in the world doesn't really get it doesn't really get it but the fact that we have his full inheritance he's given himself in his fullness yeah. Um, and I think that's a really good thing to constantly it's such a quiet great time. just to yeah. remember yeah <laughs> remember that when, yeah. when it comes to sharing our faith and yeah totally yeah. yeah and the transformation that he has on on your life you know yeah yeah there is one other thing I do want to share that I think is really important is one of the things that really stood out to me so the gospel was actually shared to me about 10 years before I met Zach and it was by my friend Josh and he shout out to Josh yeah <laughs> Do we like Josh? Let's just check before we shout. <laughs> he might have done a terrible job. Yeah. But like he he basically he found Jesus through doing mushrooms. So yeah, he did mushrooms and then Jesus came to him. And basically it was a crazy story, but her girlfriend or his girlfriend was looking like she was about to faint. She was on mushrooms too. And then he saw Jesus like touch her and then she came back to like life and and he was like whoa that was really crazy and then after the mushroom ceremony he ended up just learning more about Jesus following the bible went celibate started going to church and like he just totally changed his life you know and he basically started sharing Jesus with me and I was always open because I was a new ager or open spiritually right I was like cool like awesome tell me more and I always just maintained a relationship with him and he shared his faith with me and I remember he invited me over for dinner with a bunch of his new Christian friends and I was in energy healing circles and people into health and you can tell when somebody's really healthy like they just have this healthy glow But these people weren't doing any of that. But the glow that I saw from them was so different than anything I'd ever seen. And they were so nice and so welcoming to me. 
And I had no idea who these people were, <laughs> but they were just awesome. And it was like that fruit that I could see in their life. It was just they looked different than the wow. world. And it's because they just really love Jesus. And that always just stuck with me. And when Zach was more bold and did share Jesus with me, then I listened more. Because of that seed 10 yeah, years previously. because of yeah. that seed. So you never know what you're like. You can share Jesus with your actions by loving people, by being kind. Not that that should be the only way because we do need to be fierce and bold at times. But I think that they were they love Jesus and were obedient to him because of their love for him, not because of religion, but because they had a relationship with him. And I saw that and that, that stuck out to me. So you never know. Like encouraging. Yeah. If you are, yeah. Like living for him out of love and obedience, it looks different to the world. You know, peace, love, freedom, but actual peace, love, freedom. It's like, you know, Paul planted a polis watered, but God brought the increase. It's like they did some, a bunch of, yeah, a bunch of planting and watering, but then. Yeah. 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 So that was 10 years before. So you never know what seeds you're planting now. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. In 10 years. Right. So I think oftentimes we think we're failing because we showed Jesus and they were like, (laughs) 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 meh. I forgot that sound. (laughs) 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 You never know. 10 years later, I met Zach. My life completely changed, you you know? Yeah. Yeah. And two years after that, or a year and a half, then I gave my life. So that was like 12 years. Yeah. You know? So you never know what could happen. So like, don't be afraid to plant those seeds. Don't make sure that you're doing the number one thing, which is getting to know him, building a relationship with him. And that will show and that will stand out. Great. Yeah. 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 That's so great. <laughs> thanks thanks so much for being part of this conversation. Yeah, what a treat. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah. And guys, if you're listening, I hope that um, you've really gotten a lot out of this this conversation. And um, I just want to encourage you to, um, to jump into the comments and share any experiences that you've had sharing with people who have a new world, a new world, a new age perspective um, or any tips and tricks that, that you have um, about how to share. Because uh, I think our heart is just to open this topic and and just to, um, yeah, get the brains trust going on. How, how can we just be intentional and bold with people who have a different worldview? Um, don't forget to like and subscribe uh, to the podcast. And please, if you can, leave a rating or a review because that really just helps um, grow our podcast on the algorithm. And, and we really just want to build a community around this this idea. And um, yeah, thank you so much, guys, again. Yeah. Molly. It's been great. Yeah. Yay, thank you. Bonus episode. And...